No, I mean, I think nowadays everyone should have to say whatever religion they are yeah, first, I just to get it out of the way. I would like to take this opportunity to remind, let me say to Eve that you're a featured guest on this podcast. Uh, no, I'm, I, I, you must not have been there for episode 462 when I got producer credit on this shit. That's a good point. You can now share, you can now share a screen, but you cannot rename yourselves. I can take away that privilege if you'd like. Our hero likes to keep his attendees names on lockdown and I don't know who some of these people are. But we've got Mormon Rapier with us this week. Mormon Rapier. And I think it's a wonderful thing. Our hero is off screen. Uh, He's out of frame. He has left the room. He is adding more alcohol to his reservoir for this week's episode, which is episode 272 of the official... No, see, oh, that's an interesting know, take on that. Yeah, disputed number, hotly contested, but nevertheless, episode two hundred and seventy-two of the official New Yorker cartoon podcast, celebrating five unbroken years of loving New Yorker cartoon description, one week at a time, rain or shine. You, you had a long time to come up with that. And here we are. Approximately one week. <laughs> and now we're here. You, you spent all week on that. I had a week <laughs> to think of a good tagline. Yeah. And now it's here. And w- it's, so how, how did you spend that week? I how did you spend to, that week? It's an important question and you need to answer it because there are people. I spent it this. researching the history of American written comedy. Oh. And apparently that wasn't good enough to do for that, you have to, In order to do that, you have to start at the beginning. So that's what I did. And now we're here. We are caught up to the present day. We are, lest we forget, a podcast that performs a valuable service to listeners across the world, which is lovingly describing New Yorker cartoons to you in such a way that maximizes the amount of time wasted out of your day, your week, your life. It belongs to us now. And we've been doing this once a week. As you, as you, you make this longer and longer, I feel like it's... That, that wasn't all the tagline. <laughs> feel free to add your contributions. I'm the DJ, by the way. I'm the guy, you know, here on the ones and twos doing what I do. And we've got... What as the ones and twos hero. mean? You sure it's uh, two turntables? I thought it was a keyboard. Is there the any way that, twos? like, a keyboard, the black keys are called the twos? That's not true, is it? I've never no. really thought about the ones and twos. It means the turntables? I think the so. The ones and the twos? I think Mormon, I feel like you should know this. Do you there's turntable one and turntable mm-hmm. two. Hmm. What? The ones and twos? That implies you have multiple ones and multiple twos, though. That's ridiculous. I don't think that's right. It seems wrong. That, cool. That's the voice, by the way, is on. of our oh, special no. guest, I'm not Domo. I refuse. St. Eve would like to linger. Well, and Deej is clearly mad at me because he's not even introducing me. But now that I've got my EP credit, 
there's nothing you can do about it. I might yeah, well do you need to be introduced you. anymore? I guess is the other question. <laughs> I suppose not, but, but just in case anyone's wondering, that is the voice of our special featured guest, St. Eve. He's here also. Hi. As Thank per usual. Thank you for having me. Uh, that other voice you heard was the voice of our very special first time, you know, long time listener, first time guest Domo, uh, Mr. Norman York. Glad to be Thank here. You. It's an honor. Thank you for having me. He's making a thumbs up as he tells you this lesson. It's really a, oh, that's nice. You can't hear it, but he's doing it. It's there. We're all I here. That. I applaud that. We're all here recording this in Sweatbox Studios as per usual, all together again. Feels so good. It's hard to believe it's been an entire week since the last one of these, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. What a week it's uh, been. It um, feels longer, but that's just the way things go these days. Uh, and, and to be honest, you know, before our hero gets started, uh, I would like to just take a quick moment to address uh, uh, the most frequently asked questions we get from our, uh, you know, our avid listeners. Um, you know, no, specifically uh, the question where exactly are episodes number? 47 through 271 and um it's interesting you know it's interesting that we keep hearing that question so much because we've been here every week doing this episode doing this podcast i don't even think it's interesting at this point at this point it just actually sort of bothers yeah they're on the well and and, and yet we continue to get these questions yeah Yeah, it keeps being a question so i just have have an faq for this reason though that's the whole reason you have an faq but you know some people on the faq Some people to the FAQ. They've got to be told here on the recording of the podcast, you know, the answer. And the answer is those episodes are there. We checked with the boys in IT. They are all recorded and uploaded, every single one. Yeah. You just need to keep clicking refresh. Sometimes it takes a lot of clicks. Um, yeah, there does need to be a lot of refreshing. I mean, that's, and yeah. but that's just and technology. Be- and that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to have to keep talking about the technological restraints of whatever it is we're doing it, feel, it feels like a chore that we should even have to address it and yeah. yet you know that's that's it's just part of my job it's what i do uh, to like keep to you guys maybe this should be the last episode where you give out your wi-fi password and from then on people will just have to go back through the archive and get it oh you so mean this one last time and then that'll be it and you know, okay well just for the record that learned. uh you know it's zincviv 5040 uh, plus v six b one q q i couldn't tell did you pronounce the backslash or is that a forward slash i couldn't from your accent it was hard the to backslash think. is silent okay oh. but it's there do you have to uh, type it or do you <laughs> it seems to... like you have to type it though yeah <laughs> oh you know you have to type it you just yeah, have to absolutely. think it while you're typing the rest of the password it's, it's like a password an motion. It's, yeah it's not going to work if you don't type the exact password of course but i trust you to tell by my pronunciation where the backslashes were that's it. Our hero is here and he's going to describe us some New Yorker cartoons from the issue of the week of. Oh, yeah, I can tell you that. May 25th, 2020, the year of That's our this Lord. week. That's a year of our I think Lord. I can show you just that much. Ooh, I like that. Without sharing any cartoon whatsoever. I will tell you on the Trump, we have our, our dear leader <laughs> <laughs> performing <laughs> surgery. Oh, did I say on the Trump? Oh, boy. <laughs> Rough That's <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the... Oh, well, jumping right in, shall we? <laughs> Wait, who's on the cover? That's our dear leader, 
um, performing surgery with three of his best buds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go on. One looks like a Kushner, one looks like a Fauci, and one looks like a... What's his name? He's the guy. He might be... He's not the Attorney General. That's not the right word. Mnuchin, she right? Attorneys? No, general? it's... Bill, Bill Barr, Bill Barr, Bill uh, Barr. Yeah. What is Bill Barr? Bill Barr is the attorney, attorney general. general. He is the AG? I'm right. I'm right. Um, Fauci has a little sad squiggle above his head like he's exasperated um, because our, our dear leader is performing surgery on a human being. It's it's grim. I wouldn't say it's my favorite cartoon of this particular issue, but then again, this is the first time I'm seeing this particular issue. Did we just lose the Deej? It doesn't matter. You gotta play through. You gotta play through. (laughs) We're just gonna let him behind the curtain. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Oh, that is too way too many words. Okay, I can't do that. Although, wait, I saw something about sourdough. I am very. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Our hero is bringing his new interest into the. (laughs) Yeah, we can switch to the other podcast. Yeah, it's time to start talking about (laughs) the sourdough podcast. We should have a sourdough sidebar. Can that be a new feature? <laughs> sourdough sidebar. <laughs> I've been using fifty percent rye. What? Ooh, nice. As to feed? Yeah, no, I haven't been using fifty percent rye. I just wanted to say something oh. outrageous. Yeah, to feed, I've just been that using is, the, the standard is, whatever, four to one, uh, AP to whole wheat. So whatever. Good shit. That's, yeah. that's really good shit right there. <laughs> and that's been our sourdough sidebar. <laughs> sourdough sidebar. You may recall we started doing that in episode 407. <laughs> oh, that's really abstruse. I don't understand this one at all. Uh, Let's go. That is very exciting. I, um, you know, it's funny. It's been a long week for me. And uh, <laughs> this one doesn't have a caption. Oh, nice. But it has words on the inside. That's not a caption. That is something else. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. I feel like we had a couple of those last week, but I don't. Yeah, let me me just describe it in as much detail as I possibly can. But wait. Okay. Um, And I'll tell you right now, it's an El Fink. El Fink is the, the artist of this one. Banner. Banner? If it's if it's in the isn't it a banner if it's in the cartoon, but not a caption under the cartoon? Well, I this is what I'll say: three banners in this particular cartoon. Right? Are the banners so, the joke? I mean, <laughs> that's a tough question to answer. Probably, but I believe it's up to interpretation. All right. Um, All right. Carry on. I just want to know if there's an opportunity to buzz. Because that's kind of the whole reason I'm here. It is important we lay out the ground rules of how this is going to work. I believe around. the fact that there is the fact that it's a buzzer around means that our domo becomes another participant. That's yeah, right. I don't know what that. So that means no. You buzz. know what? I don't think this is a buzz around. I think this okay. is confusing enough that I don't know how to get you to a point where you could possibly guess. <laughs> oh, that's never stopped us. Um, what I was confused about is that it does have a delightful border and when you said banner i thought of border but there's an amazing border around this one this is maybe a six inches wide by two and a half inches tall border that has like tiny squirrels and flowers and other little wow. like curly cues and 
It's an ornate frame. It's an ornate frame. I wouldn't say it's gaudy. It's it's nice. It's minimal. And there's a squirrel, but it's not it's not trying too hard, which is great. It's tasteful. Classic Fink. Um, there are three objects inside this frame, and each one of the three objects in this frame has like a small kind of like little white box. There's a gray background, so I'm calling a white box on the inside um, that just has one word in each of the three, underneath each of the three little objects. So panels, uh, are there panels to this? No panels, just one big panel, one quasi ornate frame and three objects inside each with a little word rectangle underneath. So it. is the word rectangle like real life, like a little folded hat? Real placard life? type of thing, or is it drawn on? Well, it's a, it's a cartoon, so it's pretty much all drawn on. What am I missing in your question? If I were if I were there in your cartoon, looking at three <laughs> objects. In my cartoon. Yes, I'm inside okay. the cartoon. So <laughs> the three objects are real to me. I could pick them up, throw them around, etc. Would you would would I also see the <laughs> see the words? <laughs> okay. I don't or, think so. Or did somebody you, we're take talking a picture about... of the objects and then write the words on top of them? Saint Eve unveiling his new power. If you were in a two-dimensional space, could you? How would you interpret this? Like, like flat space? What is that book called? Flat space. Those objects are on a table. Are the words on the table, or did someone write the words after they took the picture of the objects? So, let's step back a second. (laughs) Let's imagine this is a two-dimensional. Let's let's imagine you're sitting on your couch and you're looking up at a large framed painting on the wall. Maybe yeah. it's six feet wide by two and a half feet tall. Okay. I'm there. And it's got a beautiful, maybe there's a life-size squirrel on the frame. Say. One? Just one squirrel? It Lots appears of squirrels? Way. It's one squirrel, but maybe three or four different flower curly cue events happening. Events? Yeah, the curly cue events are mostly happening in the corners, but there's other like kind of floral outbursts. Are there moments? As okay, well? but this is but this is a six Squirrels foot a wide, six inch wide, whatever border. So like most yeah. of it is just like solid boredom ornate elements, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I think that'd be fair to say it's technically not accurate. There's a lot more variation than that, but there are moments of it, like you know, vinery, and there are moments of just sort of like ticky tacky nonsense. Anyway, so just imagine you're looking at it up on the wall, and it's just a great gray canvas with a sort of quasi-ornate framer around the outside and a life-size squirrel, but still two-dimensional. And I, I can't stress that enough. This is, maybe the frame was the wrong way to talk about this it. Imagine a frame magazine. painted on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, it clear. yeah. The page in a magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The print, it's still the print version ultimately ink. Yeah. Despite how accurate it looks. Saint Eve um, trying to transport himself into it doesn't change I the just, fact that it's I, it, all, it really just complicates it more than anything else because everything I enjoy just the like journey, a line the journeys that our hero takes us on and i just wanted him to you know take i me felt like i was rushing journey. so it that was like fair that fun. you were yeah no yeah. i'm thank you thank you i guess thank that's, you that's an order um i'm gonna have a lot of trouble describing what's happening that's a problem that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this whole okay, show comes so, under your ability to do this. There are three things in the six foot wide frame. 
two of the things are roughly in the six foot wide frame that we're imagining painted up on the wall for reasons I can't recall why I decided to scale it to wall size, other than to help you deal with two dimensions uh, by making it three dimensional. Um, you know, when you go to the deli, the deli counter at your local grocery store and so forth, you get a ticket that you kind of pull out of the machine. Oh yeah. And uh, the ticket has two parallel sides, but it also has like a convex and a concave side. Oh yes, I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like an arrow, but but rounded. It's sort of like an arrow, but with the two parallel sides, and it's kind of just like a rectangle where you just like smushed and pulled two sides of it. It's like a droopy rectangle. Let's imagine you're holding a square piece of pizza dough in your hands, and it sags from the bottom and it sags from the top. It's sourdough basically the shape. <laughs> um. So, wait, I don't, I'm not ready to leave that yet. Because yeah, I, I don't which understand. Part, which part are you not ready to leave yet? The sag no. general. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm curious why those, why do you think that those are that shape? That's a fairly unique shape. Why wouldn't they just be rectangles? Well, because they're trying to portray something that this vaguely looks like in real life, but only very vaguely. Oh, no, I meant IRL in the butcher shop. Why are those things that those uh, pieces of paper that shape? To make it easier to. I think thing. it's because it's yeah. it's only on the, the the parallel sides. There's like maybe let's say three millimeters on either side, which is the only part that remains connected. So I think when they're using the die cutter to go through and cut it, cut these strips, they're only remaining to be connected on the the two kind of distant pointy ends, the distal tips, if you will. Makes for a very easy tear. It's an easy tear. But they could have done that if they were rectangles too. Yeah. But they, they chose to make that rounded part for the pulling, I think. For the pulling. Yeah. Because it's, it's so a... hard to grab onto a rectangular piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, ah. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And you just keep missing it. I bet you well, I bet you they tried rectangle and then the piece it just kept tearing off chunks of the next one. And then mm, you get yeah. to where, you know, mass confusion, they're calling out well, 73. Well, it's a lot of wasted time. Well, I've got yeah exactly Interesting. for some reason i feel like they went to like the guy in the storeroom and he had some amazing idea about it like they went there was a bunch of people who thought about this for a long time and then they went down to like little jimmy and no, the mail room not the storeroom it was probably little jimmy in the mail room and he just had this like great it's a idea about storerooms probably more yeah they went to little jimmy in the uh the blood room and uh I don't think they have a blood room. Um, okay. I don't know where to go from here, except to say that there are faces on these two butcher tickets. Um, and each one of like the tall ears of the butcher tickets, like the, the, the tippy toppy bits, there's a piece of like, there's a line being drawn from there that I feel comfortable telling you is a piece of string coming from the top. And then there's, on the one on the far left, I'll just describe the one on the far left. Because there are two on the left and then one on the right. The two on the left are normal ticket size. The one on the right, it's distended. It's very wide. It's as if you went up to the deli counter and tried to pull a ticket and it was, oh, I don't know. Well, if it's up on the wall, <laughs> so now we're mixing metaphors. It's both up on the wall, but it's a deli ticket that you're pulling. 
it's maybe three feet wide. It's a sheet. It's wrong. It's, it's not going to work to pull it, and it's just totally ineffective. So this third one takes up a disproportionate amount of the what have you. Exactly right. The one on the far left has two little sort of like, um, I feel like at this point I can tell you, I think it might be a face. I know it's a face. It's a face. Um, but it's not, it's not like a, <laughs> it's not a mammal's face. I don't know how to tell you that any other way. For right now, we should know it's not a mammal's face. Are you playing reverse 20 questions right now? <laughs> it's also not a lizard's face and it's not a mineral's face. Um, it's a fish's face. Yeah. No, it's not a fish's face. Great question. <laughs> Incorrect. Um, I think it's, <laughs> I don't want to use the word because it'll, that's the whole game. But uh, the one on the far left has two little, it's a face. So it's got two little eyes and a big mouth. Um, the mouth is in a vague smile shape. It's a little terrifying. It's exaggerated. It's, uh, it doesn't have teeth. It's just a kind of a black rictus of sadness. Not of sadness, I guess of glee, but some sort of, terrifying glee it scares me um and like two little crescent moon eye shapes so there's this one on the left this like little i don't can i call it the butcher ticket shape because i don't know what else to call this shape are you guys okay with that you can yeah. call your ticket on the far left yeah that's what i'm doing um then the butcher ticket in the middle has a frown a big horrifying dark gaping hole frown mouth Frown? Is it a frown when you're kind of like shrieking in horror, but the bottoms of your mouth are dropping down? It's not a frown. I don't know what you call the. <sighs> it's not a frown, though, is it? Is your mouth a gape? It's a gape, but I think a gape can be. <gasps> but it's not necessarily. <gasps> and are <gasps> pretty different. So anyway, I've, I've, I've described the first two to you. One has a vaguely smile. One has the. Uh, a, is it a, a is it comedy tragedy? Wow, uh, you didn't say buzz, but that's pretty good. It wasn't a. I was told it wasn't a buzz around. <laughs> well, I didn't think it was possible, but I forgot that I have an amazing amount of talent. <laughs> um, well, I guess the thing is you're almost certainly not going to be able to buzz in for what the third face says underneath it. The much longer face. The much longer face. Uh, but the much longer face. Wait, longer? I thought it was a wider face. Wider. I'm sorry. Okay. It's longer in width. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> but it's wider yeah. in length. <laughs> this is why he's the best, folks. <laughs> One of my favorite things about being an architect, I'll just tell you guys right now, is just to hear how constantly people smush together the words length, width, and height. Mm. <laughs> height happens a lot. <laughs> and uh, it's great to watch because no one wants to be there, but no one notices when they've done it and everyone keeps on doing it once they did it the first time. But no one would say height if they hadn't accidentally said width and breadth first. Anyway, so the breadth? third, yeah, bread I get it. too. Um, <laughs> well, this is the other interesting, you guys want to hear the other interesting thing about being an architect is that. No, um, there, I know that's only, there's only two. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about length, width, and height, 
um, height. Um, I don't care which direction those things are in. I don't understand the difference between length and width. People are also like, oh, it's like a 20 foot wide room and like it's 30 feet long. It's like, is long always the long one? Did you just say like length is the long one, but width is the short one? Because what do you just do with the square room? They're both, which way both you're facing. widths. It's 20 yeah, feet like wide by 20 door feet wide. Or something? Yeah, it's on the width side, but not the length side. It's tough, man. Yeah, it should be weird. width and depth. Because that, that puts you... Depth in. feels like down, though, to me. That's, but mostly because that's wrong. That's height. That's height. Discussed. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the same as length and width. It just... Depth. You yeah. still don't know which one is which. Right. Yeah, I guess the reality is that X and Y are arbitrary for some reason, just because we assume gravity is always Z. The <laughs> breadth. Anyway, I'm going to keep going with this cartoon. You can't um, get these measurement hacks on any other podcast. <laughs> you really can't. Out. Well, no one's talking about it. I mean, I went to so no many one. years of school. <laughs> no one talked about height. But height happens. I man. think it's, what's clear to me is that if if I'm going to have you architect the room for me, the best I can do is, is give you the dimensions, but you're going to, you're going to decide which way it's oriented. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to have a lot of really strange rooms. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really impossible to do a second floor in whatever house I design because I just arbitrarily <laughs> rotate things. Right. It's like, no, length of width is arbitrary. Yeah. Enjoy your you house. Asshole. That's not how you feel space. <laughs> So um, butcher stamp number three. Three. Butcher stamp, huh? Yeah. It's a ticket. It's a ticket. Um, okay, so it still has the, uh, you know, the little strings coming from the eerie bits. They're not actually ears, but the like the horns at the top part of the ticket. And it's just, um, it's elongated. What I would like to tell you is that I think it might have started as a very neutral face that was just stretched. It started at one foot wide and it was stretched to three and a half to four feet wide ish. Um, so there's just like two kind of like lozenge shaped eyes and one long flat mouth. And so I don't it's know com why. Comedy, tragedy. And, and third thing. Are you gonna text us a picture? I'm gonna text some of us a picture. Yeah, we're not allowed to see it. DJ and I aren't allowed to see it. But I am gonna text you a picture. Mormon Jorp, you should have your phone out <laughs> and at the ready. Pronounce Jorp. <laughs> really sorry about that. This is my first time. <laughs> so it's a long, but before you, before you read it, it's, a long face, it's a wide face. It's it's a deep. He's face. just trying to get it. But yeah, it's it. So what were the first two faces? The first one was la comedie, la tragedy, and old? then you got a, like a real long face that's very stretched, but it's not making any particular expression. I take it. Yeah, it's pretty neutral. It was like a neutral face that got stretched for too uh, long. So is it a joke about like movies that are too long or plays that are too long? I mean, Mormon without giving up the ghost, do you think this is about comedy is or what did you say? Movies that are too long? Movies or plays that are too long? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like that. He doesn't within, uh, 
realm of possibility. It could be, I think. All right. I think we're ready. I think I think we let's have it. Let's yeah, if Mormon, if you could if you could read the three letter boxes in a row, I think that'd be helpful for our the, audience. The first one is comedy. The second Dang. one is tragedy. Right. And Dang. the third one is TV series. Oh. That's pretty close, Deej. Yeah, close. I think that's I think that's right. I mean, when oh, you do really this opening. for when you do this show for five straight years, you kind of get to where you can kind of see the matrix a little bit. You know? Who was the author on this, by the way? L. L. Fink. L. Fink. El I'm going to pretend Fink. that I don't know. Yeah, it's Leanna Fink. Wow. <clears throat> I was just looking behind me because we <laughs> we've recently purchased one of her artworks, but uh, it's over on that wall over wow. there, not this wall. Podcast has been good to you buying yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah. real good. good. Patreon. Patreon made a huge difference for us. I mean, that's, that's how I that's how I do what I do as the executive producer. But I've gotten nothing. I wonder. I feel like you just promoted yourself like. to the executive producer. Is uh, that EP, something that, the whole time? Since the, I think the was, whole time, you think you started out at EP? Well, for the past <laughs> thirty-eight episodes. Yeah, like yeah, a long time. Every forty-six or so episodes, saying. Steve tries to promote himself again. It's kind of a running gag, you know. Maybe if you're not a long-time listener, you you don't get that. But that's that that's the the theme here. Just cluing you guys in. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've just come a long way from where I started as an intern. No, you've done amazing. Yeah, Thanks, like, guys. you were really a mailroom kind of story right. working your way up. Storeroom. <laughs> you were in the store. You were in the blood room. I was. Originally. Yeah, I started in the blood room. That's where. <laughs> yeah. That's where you humble your... beginnings in the blood room. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, that's that's as entry level as it gets, really. I mean, because what's below blood. Well, I feel like I, I never sure. had to mow the the walls of the sweat box. That is yeah. like below blood room. But well, I mean, there's there's brushing the walls of the sweat box, which is worse than mowing. You think because mowing like kicks up all of the stuff, you know, spores. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty spore heavy. It spreads the spores. If you're if you're combing, you can kind of like do it gently. I, I had to comb the sp- I had to comb it once. That's why I know. Once you've um, done two hundred or so episodes, though, like you really don't notice the spores anymore. I would just say, just kind of want to point that. So I know it's been three three hundred, two hundred and something episodes. It's been a it's episode been a lot. Two hundred and seventy-two, according to our. Fearless leader, the DJ. I know According to the facts, it's been a while. But I is it no more? Yeah, proud of all of you. <laughs> <laughs> they said we couldn't. That's true. We did get that cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Still hanging on know. the wall of the sweat box. I hope. Go on. What's still waiting on the? What's on the wall? The sweat box. Oh. from the shed. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's slim pickings. I found a couple that I thought were really funny. Oh yeah, it's not. A, I'm not going to say I think usual, things are getting better around it's not here. The usual like collection of just one incredible joke after another that we. I will say that I, I love this. <laughs> 
this is why I get up in the morning. Um, so this caption on the very next page from the one we just read on page 26, for those following along at home, the New Yorker, May 25th, 2020. All just doing was for show. <laughs> well, I was just looking to see if there's anything better than what was on the next page, and I don't think there is. And honestly, I haven't even read this one. I just think it's funny because it's very long, um, which might be an indictment on my sense of humor in some ways. Um, okay, I'm just going to describe it. Page 26. This is a Canin. Canin. Oh. Uh, right. How do I describe this? There's a man in front of a counter and the man behind a counter. And this is the sort of counter where you might get a sort of ticket that has two parallel sides and two oh, other no. sides, which are <laughs> converse and convex. Is this another deli counter? It's a deli counter. It's a classic deli counter cartoon. Deli counter cartoon. I forgot what they were called. They're called cartoons. Scene. A deli counter domestic scene? It's a deli counter domestic scene. Um, one of the ways I can know it's a deli counter personally as the viewer um, is I can see to a double door behind the man in an apron covered with schmutz that has two round doors in it. Or two round windows, I should say. There are square doors, round windows, which always tells me we're in some sort of food service type environment. Um, also, I can see meat in the case in front of this man. I can't think of many square doors I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm or sorry, rectal. Ooh, look at you guys taking a offense at square doors as opposed to rectilinear doors. I feel like my job here is almost close to done. I don't know. <laughs> You're right. They're rectilinear offense. doors. It's just confusion. As yeah. You thought they were square doors, like some by sort the of way, version of Hobbiton. Way, really... with rather than round doors, they have square doors. <laughs> I'd like some length, clarification. to height the ratio is off. <laughs> I'd like some clarification on the idea that square doors plus round windows means food service. Oh, what? Is that like Have a you... universal? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Mormon. <laughs> yeah. So um, the only other thing it could be is a boat. Oh, it could be true. a boat. That's it could true. be a boat. Well, and for the same reason where, you know, it's a tight quarters, boats, where uh, you got to make sure that you're not just going to run into a person when you open the door on the other side. But why couldn't I'm assuming these swing both ways. Swing Blair both ways. Woo. And you got to say behind all the time. Listen, I've never worked in a kitchen, but it seems like a lot of fun. You say behind a lot. People. Comrades. Oh, so the round window in question is in the door, in other words. Yeah. 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 What did what? That was. A, I, it's, a, it's a fair question. What did you think I meant? I thought you were describing square doors and then over here, some round windows. But it's. You mean a round window inside a square door, which, yes, agreed yeah. with you 100%. Well, but now you're still saying service. a square door, and it's a rectilinear door, and I think that's the problem we ran into earlier. Well, I you, said, you kind of started that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's the problem we ran into because I put a stair. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm beginning to understand your architectural style. Yeah, it's <laughs> seat of the pants, but very strict. It's with right. Regard to dimensions, yeah, yeah, um, and also why you don't care about the difference between length and width because they're the same in your world. 
Yeah, it's tough for me. Right, everything's square. Everything's <laughs> square. And frequently I walk in a room and I wonder why people are affixed to that particular wall of the room. But it's that's because that's the bottom. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> All right, well, so, so far I've talked, to, I guess, a little bit about the doors behind... I don't think you call them a butcher necessarily at the meat counter, the meat counter guy. They're not all butchers. The, the it meat depends. person. Is it like a, is it like a, you know, deli case with salads and sliced meats and such? Or That's a really good question. So there is a glass case in front of it. So like people aren't reaching their grubby hands into this. This is something where you have Thank to goodness. interact with a person behind a counter, mm-hmm. have them use their nominally cleaner hands to grab right. the thing for you. But even that can have, you know, and have your assorted lunch salads. Yeah, this is a bit sparser than you would see at your average grocery store. Sign of the times. Um, which which times would those be? The These times. times. They, um, May 25th, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> the time we find ourselves the, in. The week of this issue. Yeah. Um, so there are five things behind the counter, five boxes behind the counter in this deli case. Um, but of course I can't see what happens to the right of the frame and the left of the frame. What I can see on the far right could be four hamburgers in one box. I don't know what a, like a cylindrical cut of meat would be other than a hamburger, but that's what I see there. Directly to the, that's on the far right. Pork loin? Bologna. 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 Any of, any of your cured meats? Yeah, many meats come in tubes. What are you talking about? Large diameter sausage. Wait, a patty? Large diameter sausage. It looks like a patty. They look like a, let's say, (laughs) I don't know, half an inch to one inch tall cylindrical solids um, with no visible bones. Pork chop? But pork chops aren't circular. I mean, it could be a pork tenderloin cut into rounds, but what monster would do that? They're, they're pretty circular. So they're, they're so circular that you think that they've so been not. formed, not by Mother Nature, not by another ma- not by another nature. Um, the I second like from the nature was a guest on this podcast. At one point. No, no, that that's another major. Yeah, <laughs> the another major episode is actually one of my six favorites. Um, I think there might be a ham in the second one, but only because it has that sort of like, I'm not a ham fan. That was tough to say. Uh, But this is like a particularly sort of depressed ham where it's like wider than it is tall. It's width is more than its height. And then it's breadth is even more so. But it does have some sort of like circular bone in the middle, which I'm looking at it in cross section. So so there is a bone in the middle. In That's this important. one, I've moved on to a new counter. Oh, or a new, okay, okay. New, new meat bin within the counter. We're at Got it. tray two. Got it. Starting at the right. The third one might be pork chops. I think it's pork chops. The fourth one is obscured. Oh, God, that one was straightforward. In the foreground. Yeah. yeah. And then the fifth one, of course, is just a empty box because I think they ran out of ideas for meat. Um, there is someone, of Could course, in the shake. foreground who is talking to the person in the background, midground. The deli meat man. There's a deli meat man. I think I mentioned him, right? He was covered in schmutz. Uh, he's got a, he's a, 
let me get back to the deli meat man. That's a good point. Um, he's probably, thank you. I would say he's around 340 pounds. He's a very thick man. We just pretend someone made that point, right? I'm yeah. new here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of self-correction <laughs> along the way. By the time we um, got 200 episodes in, we were really just sort of doing, developing telepathy, you know, scary. It's almost scary. Well, I felt bad after the first cartoon that I didn't really step back to describe the things that mattered. <laughs> so just to clarify, now I have. The, the person who's 340 pounds, is that the customer or is that the deli meat man? Really important. It's a deli meat man. Got it. It's probably not really important. They're both wearing baseball caps, though. He looks really sweaty. He's kind of a Jack Black type. What kind of caps? You know, he's a like cross between Jack Black and the guy who uh, season one. Uh, <laughs> um, oh gosh, time is a flat circle. What's the show? McCon- True, True detective. True detective. Season one. True detective. My family has been here a long time. The guy driving the push mower, the eventual, spoiler alert, the eventual <laughs> bad no, guy. No, don't, don't spoil. <laughs> True Detective season one. <laughs> Back. Mr. Carcosa? Um, yeah, so Mr. Carcosa is basically behind the counter right now and wearing a ball cap and a really, a kind of a gross apron that looks a little bit more like a wife beater than it should. Like it's a really deep, like, if he wasn't wearing a shirt underneath there, we would be seeing some decolletage. But he's got goo, just splots of goo. Like he just over. came from the blood room? He just came from the blood room. Yeah. His family's been I, here I know that's a long about. time. Yeah. So anyway, and he's just standing, let's say behind the counter, if not stone-faced, then frog-faced. Just sort of like, you might not know what I mean by frog-faced. Um, that's just the way a frog looks at yeah just think about how a frog looks at the world that's how he's looking he's expressionless but but paying attention because frogs are always paying attention and that's what we love and, and, and optimistic too there. <laughs> do you think frogs are optimistic yeah, i think frogs are you think frogs are hopeful uh, i think they can be three things they can be they can be paying attention and they can be optimistic Hmm. Those things aren't exclusive. As a young man, I saw one frog try to eat another frog, and it took. I might have talked about this on this very show before, but I saw one frog trying to eat another frog for a day and a half once, and it really changed the way I viewed frogs. So were so, you just full story. checking in every hour or so just to see how it was not going? every every hour, but I came back the next day and the frog still had a frog the same size sticking sort of out of its mouth and about the same location. And it was, was it was a real horror for me. It was like that's oh, pretty man. awful. Frogs frogs are gritty. That's tough stuff. Wait, but that doesn't so, have a whole lot to do with this particular cartoon. So we can come back to that later. I don't been, think Kanan was there with me at summer. Could camp. have been play fighting. Could have been how they was actually eating for a day and a half. Yeah. No, it, one frog was trying to eat another frog that was the same size as the first frog, and it was it was grim. It was grisly. Just, no one won, and uh, that's that might be life right there. Did, did it appear that both frogs were alive? Like no, you... one frog was definitely slowly dying, and the other frog was slowly living. 
but I don't think I either lived all the way through this event. The one... <laughs> the it, was, frog. So it was a textbook Pyrrhic victory. Frog ate frog at the cost of frog's own life. Yeah. Wow. It was like a real parable of like getting too big a plate at Thanksgiving. But I mean, that is a classic parable of frog and the frog. I suppose you can interpret that as optimism. Yeah. That you know? yeah, that was it. It's like once it I finish the eating this frog, same size yeah. as me. Did you bring that story up as did you bring that story up as a way of saying this frog looked optimistic or didn't? Like how did that frog look as it was doing it? This is the moment. So our deli counter man <laughs> from Carcosa. The moment before that first frog tried to eat the second so, second frog of approximately the same size. Mm -hmm. This is the look that he had. That's sort of like, why not? optimism yeah, it's just sort of optimistic. like it's like it's the most terrifying look a human being can have i think <laughs> um or frog for that matter why not eat you yeah it's like maybe i'll die trying but at least i'll have had you know a couple meals in a row it's like that's that's terrifying <laughs> anyway so i want to get back to the man in front of the counter who is uh also wearing ball cap yeah, he's talking on his cellular phone. It could be a oh, bar of chocolate. No, no wonder he's um, frog-faced. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. This is that was a huge mistake. Frog-faced behind the counter. Well, no, that's what I mean. Front of the counter. No, that's why he. But uh, he's frog-faced because this guy's on his damn phone. That's part of it. That's a huge part of it. That's a huge part of it. Deej, good job. You figured that out first. Deej is on Same fire. If you didn't get there, you didn't get there. Um, I'm, I'm always like this. So he's pushing a, gosh, I want to call it a shopping cart, but shopping carts don't look this way. Um, <laughs> so it's something the else. Raisin. If I was a younger man, I would spend 20 minutes describing the shopping cart to you, but I'm not. I feel like we've got to get to at least three episodes. I'm sorry, three cartoons in this episode. Do you think of cartoons as episodes within the yeah. new record? Yeah. I do too. Um, what's really remarkable about his cart that I'll tell you, and he's just, he's just a, a schmo wearing like a very tiny baseball cap. It's too small for his head, holding his phone to his head, like a do to your ear, as opposed to the hold to the front method. Um, he's wearing glasses. He's got an anonymous gray shirt. He's wearing white slacks with, uh, pockets and gray shoes. Mild point. I think that's just a, Canaan pointy shoe. Anyway, I want to talk about what's in his cart because what's in his cart is confusing. There's probably a box of cereal, a couple random mushy packages, but then underneath the cart and well, maybe I'll open this up to the group. What do, what do, what do you guys put beneath your cart at the grocery store? What is the thing that ends things, up? Things underneath? that I want to forget to pay for. LaCroix. Yeah, <laughs> it's LaCroix that you want to steal. Yep. Pallets yeah. of things. Pallets yeah. of things. Things that you have multiple of, so you can be like, oh, here's one. There's six more down there. This guy has what I would think is maybe like a jug of cider. It's got like a cork top, and it's like a rotund belly and a jug handle on the side. It's like a big Martinelli's. Yeah, but it's like very... 
it's, it's not the right shape. I don't know what he's trying to steal from the store, uh, but maybe it's just an incredibly large thing of Martinelli's. Um, so anyway, he's talking on the phone. Or Carlo I definitely Rossi. put my like glass r- rolly things on the bottom there. Anything? Yeah, yeah. I question that. Sure. What's a glass rolly thing? Just anything well, that can yeah. shatter, can easily spin off and shatter. I yeah. Put down there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The reason you put pallets of things down there is that they're not liable to slide off as you move your cart around. Yeah. I feel like so often things slide out from the bottom there when you go over any small bump trying to get back yeah. to your car everything is a liability on the bottom side i agree i agree um uh mormon i have sent you the cartoon because well, that's, that's that's the whole thing so There's man, a man is talking man on, is phone. on phone he has yeah so mormon maybe not read it so soon part with like, the let's <laughs> underneath i guess before you read it. I would Mormon like to. I would like to know cartoons. Way, yeah, that is, is what that is. Pretty amazing. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. My first question for the Domo before he reads is how how would you would you rate our hero's uh, descriptive? Right. Really good. That's what I'm. I haven't even read the punchline. This is just. <laughs> you haven't even I read the punchline yet. No, I'm. Just You're looking, looking at, the at cider it. jug down there. <laughs> The cider jug is really bizarre, right? Yeah, it's, it's kind bizarre. of cidery, but it's not quite cidery. But it's almost yeah. like one of those earthen jars <laughs> yeah. that you don't see on the West Coast. You see on the Why East Coast because maybe Puritans or something. I'm not sure. Okay. Earth, earthen jars are in, in, the, in the main compartment. I feel like okay. you could definitely, that could be maple syrup. That could be some sort of New England <laughs> maple syrup vessel. Yeah. Like that he brought from home. He, he brought up. from home, yeah, yeah, at the maple syrup tap in the grocery store, New England. I'm reading it. Sorry, please hold. Wow, hold. wait, how hold, long, please? <laughs> it's it's three tiers it's of long. text. He's initiating download sequence. <laughs> I didn't tell you guys okay. that the the deli person <laughs> is standing in front of a, a scale. I can tell because it has the, the sort of you know rectangle bar rectangle that is the thing that tells you the weight. That's okay, all. And now I'm, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. I'd prefer that. Yes. Guy is on his phone, and he's the one talking. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is in quotes. This is him talking. Please call me back, Diane. I'm standing here at the meat counter, and I don't know what kind of steak we usually get. And this man is just staring at me, and this is all your fault. <laughs> it's not it's not funny, but no. it's funny because it's long. I feel like the entire joke here is that this guy is just wasting so much time yeah. for the deli counter carcosa man. I feel like this cartoonist when he submitted this, the uh who's the cartoonist again? Kanan? Yeah. Kanan. I, I respect him. I think he probably submitted it and it was like three times as long. It was just <laughs> yeah. really, 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 really long. And then that's, then you got, you got yourself a cartoon going. Funny. Even, yeah. even if you had not said that was a Kanen, it, it, I would say it has that very, I think you should leave kind of vibe to the speaker. Oh, I, I think you should oh, right, leave. That's him. That is him. Wow. Did you got a really beautiful memory? Has anyone ever told you that? <laughs> I, 
I can't go down the street I haven't. without getting <laughs> I can't go down the street without getting catcalled about my memory. No. Huh. Wait, what does that mean? Is he yeah. a writer for that show or something? Yes. Yeah. He's one of the two It's him and the like main actor guy. Wow. Hmm. Say it again. I, Say it one more that, time, Dumbo. That doesn't change my opinion of this. <laughs> well, it's um, a New Yorker cartoon, so these are, you know, presumably the outtakes from the show. Please call me back, Diane. I'm standing here at the meat counter, and I don't know what kind of steak we usually get. And this man is just staring at me. And this is all your fault. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely going to get worse the more you say it. But I've got really bad news for you. Nothing else in this issue is good. I feel like... Um, it's not even bad. That's how bad it is. It's just truly mediocre. Well, well I can't wait. That's great. I'm excited. Thank you so much. Yeah. I know our listeners are excited. Our phone lines are ringing off the hook. Yeah, those are definitely hamburger patties. That's for sure. Oh my god! Well, I've is it a is it a buzzer? Hmm. What if there are no words again? Is that a lightning round? Buzzer round. That's the buzzer round. You got to guess the joke. Wow. We're we're now on page sixty-one, which is a great many pages before in advance of where we started. Um, This is a nangle. Nangle's new to me personally, um, but it's a nangle. And here are the things I'd like you to know about. So it's a cartoon, of course. It's drawn in pen and ink with a with an ink wash. So there's tone here. We're not just doing line drawings. Um, there's a we're going to say a reasonably thick frame around the outside. It starts with a square, a square, not a rectangle, of course, but a square. Uh, and uh, square is a rectangle. A square is a rectangle, but it's not just a rectangle. It's also a square. Best um, ever. And then what I want you to know about the square is that we've got a one point perspective cube scenario going on. Um, which is to say that there's a square and then a little bit further in, he's gone. <laughs> A little bit further in. A one-point perspective cube scenario? (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Out. (laughs) It's it's fair. (laughs) Let's see. Can you tell me what that is? A one-point perspective cube scenario? Yeah, I want to know. (sighs) Well, it doesn't seem fair. Our Domo clearly knows. Mormon Jorp is back. We've got more Mormon Mormon Jorp. Jorp. He didn't want to spoil that for us. Yeah, I respect that. That's great. I'm back. Good. I didn't want to talk about a one-point perspective cube square until you were here. Um, Gosh, how do you describe this? Uh, Which part part don't you understand? We're looking through one One side of a cube. Okay. It's a one-point perspective. That's fine. Isn't... Which is to say, it's like we're looking into a perfectly cubic room. Okay. <laughs> every room okay. is cubic to you, though. So. Isn't every cartoon a one-point perspective? Aren't we always looking at it from one point? Um, but you could have two different vanishing points on the horizon. 
So um, let's just say we're looking into a room. That's going to make this easier. But it's a featureless a way to say that. void that of a cube. Um, like imagine you were spending eternity in a featureless box. I plan to. <laughs> Great, because that's what this that's what this room is going to be. But its height and its breadth and its depth and its width are all going to be the same. Cool. Thank you for Cube. going along with it's all four cubic. of those. Yeah, it's cubic. It's cubic in that way. Um, this one's really tough. And I, I definitely am nowhere near understanding the joke. So I'm just going to describe it in the just most transparent ways that I know. Lay it out there. Is, um, do. do that thing you do. There's a spring man inside. There's a man, there's a man who's a, there's a torso man who has a spring for his under torso. A jack in the box. Um, <laughs> yeah. Torso man. <laughs> You got to Jack in the Box so fast, but that is exactly what I think this is probably supposed to be. I don't know how There's advanced no box. that really was. No, this is just a Jack Spring Sans box. Well, no, he's in the box. He's in he's the box. In the box? Oh my God. He's I think just I like, just got the joke. Describe the cube that we're in. We're hey in yo. The Jack in the Box. Wait, that's Great. the whole joke? <laughs> no. So here's right. what I need to tell you. Uh, well, let me describe him for you. Yeah, please do. He's got a two-pointed jestery kind of hat. He's got kind of tiny bushes of hair coming out on the sides, much like clowns always do. He's got the triangle above and triangle below the eyes that I think clowns frequently do, and maybe mm -hmm. Jack and the Box people do. Classic clown look. I like that I said Jack and the Box people. But I think Jack in the Box has to be a man. Maybe not. Jack I'm just not thinking box. about the word Jack the right way. Um, he's got the, or he or she has the, um, gosh, what do you call the tr radial triangular necklace that jesters wear with bells, perhaps, on uh, the tips yeah, of those triangles? There's no real word for that. There might be in the jester. Yeah, world, I mean, you they're... know, in, in jester circles, mm. on jester Reddit, I bet you that yeah. they, they talk yeah. about that a lot. Well, there's a Ren Fair Reddit where this is definitely a, a term that they don't have to define every time. Um, and then he, he or she has a very stripy, I don't know, frock, tunic. It's a shirt. It's long sleeve. goes all the way down, and then it turns into a spring below the shirt. Um, the other thing I should say about this, uh, Jack or Jill in the box is that they have a round nose and a slightly frowny mouth with like, a what do you call when you do tragedy, <laughs> tragedy? No, um, like a outline around the mouth, which is sort of a. It's sort of a minstrelly thing to do, but maybe it's also a clown thing to do to exaggerate your lips so that you have like Yeah, it's definitely a clown thing to do. Clown face. Yeah. You've got clown face. Clown face. You've got clown face. So this this I don't know, spring man, spring person has a a clown face. Um the other thing going around all the corners is or on the 
two of the walls of this uh, cube are full of tally marks. The the classic four vertical, one diagonal. Um, Jack in the boxes in prison. Yeah. Waiting to get I didn't out. realize this was a Jack in the box who hadn't been let out of the box for a long time. You didn't realize that? No. Until you guys said Jack in the box. So this is the first time you really told me what was going on. That's pretty Finally. exciting. It only yeah. took us 272 episodes to get yeah. there. Beat him at his own um, game. This really should be when we stop the podcast. <laughs> it probably will be. <laughs> it, it finally <laughs> happened. We've had a good run. Uh, oh, oh, I thought you meant this current podcast because it may also be that. Yeah, no, it could be both. <laughs> but also that cartoon could have particularly been it. Gosh, there's maybe one or two more that I could even potentially do. Wow, there this was one I also don't understand. But this one I don't understand because I don't understand it. Not because it's... Uh, so there was no more to that other one. That, was, that it. was it? The whole thing was the Jack was stuck in the box. And was counting mm. the days until he or she could pop out again? Maybe? I think so. I think that was it. Um, hmm. It's really grim to think that the jack-in-the-box, like a genie, is just stuck there waiting until someone arbitrarily decides to let them out for like one to two minutes of fun and then puts them and back And then it in turns again. out it's like a fucking baby who just eats their face. <laughs> who just eats their face. <laughs> eats their face, shits, cries. And then wants to do something else again. Yep. It's really tough. I mean, it's, you know, there's worse jobs <laughs> than being a jack in the box, but it's not the yeah, best job. Yeah, you, you work in the blood room. Yeah, <laughs> you work in the blood room. Blood room, I mean, jack in the box, store room. I feel like there could be a pretty convincing Black Mirror episode where someone was just a jack in the box. Think on that on your own. <laughs> um, I don't want to get into that. So in the middle of this really amazing article about eels, which I can't wait to read because eels are fascinating. Um, what's the headline? I'm what's just, just going to read you the headline. Thank you. Thank the, you for what, asking. I was going to read it regardless. What's the thrust of this eel story? So it's Slippery That's Truth. Jose. Slippery Truth headline. When it comes to the eel, there is much to be learned from how little we know. No oh boy. What? That was the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I call it bullshit. <laughs> I feel like it was. Well, here's the thing you don't know. Now. There was like a hundred year period of time where people had no idea how eels procreated because freshwater eels always swim out to the ocean to, to mate, and no one knows where they go in the ocean. And this is even for like Europe. Like freshwater eels are a thing people were eating for like thousands, let's say hundreds of years. Eels just, no one had ever seen eels have sex. And it was this very strange kind of like, we just maybe think that eels don't have sex. Turns out eels do this thing where they go out into the, into the Atlantic, into this place called the Sargasso Sea is the theory, but there might be other places we've just never found them. The Sargasso Sea is closer to North America than it is to Europe. And that's where eels mate. And then they go back to Europe up all of the freshwater rivers 
And then they become, so they'd have this like strange life where they're half freshwater, half saltwater. Guys, there's a lot to learn about eels. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't want to read the article, but I'm tempted to read the article. It seems like maybe people never knew just because it wasn't all that interesting. Yeah. Maybe what? That's it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if you found out the fish in the local stream never made it except for in like Russia and then came back to like mate in front or to, to die in front of you for food. It's an imperfect metaphor. Whatever, man. No justice. Also, eels are gross. That's what I mean. I think that people were just like, fuck it. I don't want to follow that eel. Yeah, like gross oh, ass fish. That eel's gonna fuck. <laughs> Guys, this is a this is a really I'm not gonna read this. Am I? I can't read you an entire paragraph. No, do not me. read this in our in New York art. No, you're not, not allowed to do that. One of the things you need to know is that Sigmund Freud was very interested in the sexuality of eels. It's I bet one of he the was. things that got him started in the sexuality of anything was the sexuality of eels. Um all I see when I close my eyes is a shimmering dead tissue which haunts my dreams. He's doing it. And all I can think about are the big questions, himself. the ones that go hand in hand with testicles and ovaries, the universal pivotal questions. Are you trying to That's a young Sigmund Freud. Man. I can't wait. All right, but I'm going to read this one right now from Are you trying Susie to create Becker. a spinoff here? It sounds like a spinoff <laughs> attempt. I agree, St. Eve. Susie Becker. Yeah. Um, okay. This one's going to be tough to describe. There's no frame. It just floats meaninglessly. Uh, there are also, I don't know, Susie Becker, first time, first time reviewing your work. Um, it's a, I'm going to call it a staccato mix of ink work and wash work, where some things are inked, but very rarely do two lines touch. So what do I mean by that? Um, Thanks for there's asking. a lot left to negative space here. I can tell there's two people in this scene and they're probably standing in some sort of domestic space. Let's say it's a playroom or a living room or something. Uh, the only reason I know that is because there appear to be shelves behind them and a television and some sort of, I don't know, I don't know what you call, whatever Comcast gives you to look at Television, uh, like a TV box. What are TV boxes called? Cable, cable box. box? Cable, cable box. box. There's like a big TV over a cable box over some, I don't know, door cabinet things, and then next to that there are more door cabinets and some books and uh, I don't know, six horizontal lines with a circle over it. I think that's a really gestural attempt at telling you that someone's in a domestic space that might be a library or a study or a playroom or a movie room but some sort of you know you guys are all familiar with domesticity in the 21st century i mean this could be any sort of room um but all this without is, all this without two lines intersecting the tv has lines intersecting and some oh. of the books on the shelves have line intersecting intersecting but what i will also say is that None of the shelf lines, like the horizontal shelves, line up with the vertical lines. I mean, they line up with them. They're perpendicular to them. But they don't actually meet at any point whatsoever. The artist is making a decision, making, has made a decision not to have perpendicular lines meet. Um, In and the then shelf, directly, on the shelves specifically. On the shelves, but 
it's uh, it's kind of throughout the cartoon. Um, sometimes it's the notes the you don't play. You sometimes it's the notes don't play. Um, <laughs> it is true that when you start drawing, you always want to connect every single line all the time to like, oh, well, that's that's a drawing of a bottle. All the lines have to match everywhere. And it's like, ah, no, they don't. And he, it takes a long time to learn that you don't need to connect all the lines. <laughs> but they've done this here. They've learned the lesson. They're not connecting all the lines, but there's a lot of tone and the tone is connecting the lines. So I'm putting it all together. Also, I'm trained in this. Um, there also appears to be something to the left of this. She might have an Emmy. There's some sort of strange word on a shelf that I don't understand because it only has three lines to tell you what it is. Um, <laughs> directly to the left of the bookshelf is a... Drawing slash painting, something in a frame on a wall directly above maybe a thermostat. Um, it's got three blobs in it, the frame, uh, which of course is a two-dimensional device for looking at images. Thank you um, for reminding us how many dimensions. And uh, it could be three potatoes, it could be three, it's probably three potatoes. It could be three, I don't know, landscape scenes or Comedy, tragedy, concept cars, or something. Yeah, it's just three blop, blop, blops. It's 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 throwaway art. They don't want us to focus on the art, but I feel like I have to because of my <laughs> charge. There's two um, baskets directly below this artwork and thermostat, um, and also a small, a small. Uh, gosh, I guess it's it's probably a toy. Um, Imagine a barrel, you guys are familiar with the uh, well barrel, um, but like the metallic barrels, which are really just cylinders with like, uh, like a hobo trash can fire, that kind of barrel. Um, like an oil can? Like an oil barrel? Yeah, like an oil, I guess they're oil barrels. Yeah, the sort of thing that would roll in some sort of movie in the eighties and then explode when it ran into something. Um, this one has tiny wheels on it. looks like someone has turned a very small. So if those large barrels are like, I don't know, 100 gallon vessels, imagine the 30 gallon vessel, much smaller. Mm. And imagine someone has hollowed it out, cut a hole out of the top, put some grill on the front, tiny wheels on the sides, and maybe a tiny steering wheel on the inside. I bet this is some sort of uh, child's child vehicle that, of course, is, you know, self-held. Um, I haven't described the two people in this frame yet, but they're in the middle. And then outside of those two people in the frame, there's also what appears to be a small, maybe a 12 inch high ottoman with two. Because uh, they're in front of the television and cable box that I've now learned to call it. I bet they're probably remotes, but they could be bars of chocolate. Um, so the two people standing in the frame are a a taller person and a smaller person. Um, the smaller person parent. is standing next to the, yeah, I'm going to assume parent child just based on the height, but then also the proximity <laughs> to the uh, barrel. What's their and relative, do they share a relative breadth? Go on. Are they <laughs> broad? By relative breadth? No, I they're in the same basic human breadth, I would, I would say. Um, uh, well, you know, it's hard. It's hard with adults and children to say if they share share the same breath, but I think they do. And also, what I'll tell you, I'll tell, describe the smaller human on the left, which um, is probably a child, 
based on their incredibly small legs. Uh, gosh, pointy little nose, wearing a shirt, tiny shorts, I guess. It's hard. There's not a whole lot of things to describe here. Kind of a floofy hair, a little bit of a Dennis the Menace vibe. Would you say um, the lines are intersecting on these people? Not all of them. Definitely not all of them. This is why I have trouble describing the face. There's just a nose floating out in the middle of nowhere. And a hand. There's a hand. There's a left hand floating in the middle of nowhere. But we're looking at this like smaller human being uh, in profile. So we're just seeing like an eye and like hair and a nose and a hand sticking out, hand to the side. Um, I believe this little this little human's talking to the larger human. And the larger human is wearing, gosh, larger human. I don't know where to start. Um, barefoot, pants, jacket, shirt. Bulbous eyes. Sort of a, not, not this is the haircut my mom favorite. has. I don't know what to say here. It's kind of like, it's a, it's like a feathered pre-shoulder bob sort of thing. I don't know if that's correct. Um, so one hand eyes. is visible one hand is visible they're, they're presenting towards us as the viewer shoulder to, like shoulder forward whereas the younger or the smaller human I should say presumably younger uh, is directly in profile the larger person is kind of presented towards us so we're seeing both shoulders both feet, both hands, etc um, I can only see one hand for some reason. So backtracking what I said a moment ago, the other hand might be in a pocket. It might be, there might be no hand. Um, but it's kind of like a white t-shirt blazer slacks barefoot scenario. Does that help you at all? A little. Thank Somewhat. you. Good to hear. No, that's no, good feedback. That's good feedback. What? Thank you. You mentioned bulbous eyes, but like, is there an expression or is this just like the style? Or are they optimistic? I can't, like I, can't, a frog? I can't tell what the expression there. Do I think of frogs are optimistic? Is that the word I use? I'm going to go back to the beginning. I'm, I'm annoyed by that now. <laughs> that's I think they're just searching. That I think frogs are just like that's on just the something look we all agreed upon. I don't think they're optimistic. That was just our natural understanding of frogs. Well, <laughs> but now you've ruined the whole thing. Everyone knows yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, common knowledge, really. Common yeah, knowledge. it's just searching. It's just searching, not optimistic. Um, I would say the larger human here looks more optimistic, positive, I would say, more so than optimistic. And that the the shorter one, presumably younger, of course, uh, has uh, worry lines, two to three worry lines underneath their their eye. Maybe aggrieved, angst. Yeah, Anxiety. and uh, it it appears that this smaller human is talking to the larger human. Um, I'm gonna send this along. Bum 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. Attach recent photo. That rustling of papers you hear, listener, is our hero handing the cartoon over to the Domo so that they can read the caption for you. 
The Domo has the caption now, has received it. <laughs> it's it not is, a wonderful cartoon. It's being transferred to his, to his hands. Oh, I see. An anticipatory <laughs> hush falls over the podcast as Mormon Europe. So do you think that's a thermostat in the background? Do you think that's an Emmy in the background? Do you think that's a small wow. barrel vehicle in the background? Yeah, small barrel vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, clearly bars of chocolate. What are the three things inside the <laughs> frame? Potatoes, right? Yeah. Well, they could be rats. It could be rats. <laughs> Classic <laughs> restaurant mix-up. Okay. But, Mommy, we just played Find Your Glasses this morning. Oh, that's it. That's that's the whole... Yep. She loses huh. her glasses. Multiple times in a day. Yep. Tries but to her, play her expression, I can't... I feel like I would like this cartoon a lot more if I could pin what her expression was, and I cannot because it's a little it's a, a little cow-eyed. No, no, no. Like the the mommy. This is child talking to mommy, right? Presumably, and uh, mommy has just kind of got a, like a total blank, big eye. Oh, oh, they can't see. They can't see. That's crazy. What are you doing? My God. I we, that was almost scandal right every, there. Wow. Every demo tries to do it. It's without fail. <laughs> that is. Yeah. No, like, it's why not. Why look at it? Because we're not allowed to. The podcast would have to end forever. This yeah, is not non. There are rules. I mean, why don't you could ask that question about the entire existence of this podcast? Yeah, you <laughs> Indeed could. You can. Why, yeah, I feel like why wouldn't you just look you at wouldn't. it? The official yeah, New Yorker right. cartoon podcast. <laughs> why wouldn't you just? Why look wouldn't at you it? just look at it? <laughs> <laughs> There's a simpler way to do this. <laughs> or you I could don't spend know what that means. Well, it's really important that people cartoons. have the ability to. I mean, one thing I've learned from the people who have subscribed to our Patreon over time, and I believe you subscribe to Patreons, is uh, they really value listening to us on their morning commutes. And that's the thing that really yeah. kind of keeps us going. Yeah. So it's not like it's hard like to really walk recently. to subways and to bars and to other sort of conveyances. You, you can walk a little bit of the way reading your New Yorker, but you're going to trip eventually. Um, what we help people is avoid tripping and that's <laughs> the number one thing we do that's the valuable service that's why we're in essential business <laughs> how did you describe these computers in the above computers? the they look like computers I, or something. I don't think anyone described any computers to I, us. I heard nothing about a computer have we been cheated do you mean the television no the thing above the um, barrel car those look like two Oh, I think those are small um, desktop computers. I can't. Them I don't. In the living those room. are computers? That's bananas. Let's describe them in more detail. What I think those are are <laughs> things that are happening at the floor. They're on the floor, correct? Yeah, where you would put right like a desktop. Wall. But you think yeah. they're, it's like, it's like a desktop that isn't connected to a monitor anywhere? Yeah, or? there's two of them. Well, maybe it connects to that TV. 
Yeah, well, tell me a little servers. more about what you think, uh, like in terms of width to mm -hmm. height. Uh, would you say these are a classic width to height scenario for? Well, yeah, computer? they're square, just like <laughs> desktop computers. Um, what I th I think they might be baskets, maybe for putting children's toys into or something. Yeah, like that. I guess so. Yeah. But you could also put your potato paintings in there or your yeah your like Emmys Emmy. in there <laughs> yeah. a lot of room for interpretation <laughs> but that's the thing is they're floating kind of in space they don't even have a like horizon line behind them it's it's appalling i'm appalled i can maybe find one more of these that's worth talking about but that's good I, let's make it a lightning round lightning round time Ooh, lightning round well i got a prepare for a lightning round so vamp you spent 20 minutes preparing yeah. for a lightning round so you can describe it very quickly oh my god which is the point of oh the no i found one i found it i found it right that was getting to be a lot of vamping right there i just i didn't know i was going to be able to do it guys i want to tell you this is a victoria roberts hmm. but that's not a name i remember but this is a very familiar cartoon type and it might just be that we seldom Go to Victoria Roberts, is, uh, which is a, which is a shame because they're very funny. Or maybe they can Victoria be very funny. went by a different uh, pen name. Nom de plume, yeah. Cartoonist. Um, yeah, I think so. You're using a pen. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, Victoria Roberts or Victoria and Roberts are both using pens. <laughs> Victoria um, and Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> behind every good cartoonist. Um, <laughs> So this is a sidewalk scene. This is a light, are we actually doing a lightning round? Uh, it's up to not, you. Not right now. <laughs> it, it appears that we're one hour and 42 minutes into something. So it seems lightning like lightning round. round. Yeah. Lightning yeah. round. Sidewalk scene. I'm gonna pretend that I am not the filter I typically am and I can just tell you some of the things that I see. Uh, the concrete sidewalk is broken into at least four segments. This is uh, there are two different types. <laughs> there are two different types of wall surfaces behind it. We Wait, appear to be at the junction between two different Just a reminder for our listeners at home, a lightning round is a round that lasts exactly the same length as all the other rounds. <laughs> but it's more stressful. It, it stresses the hero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lightning round. Let's go. It would appear that we're in some sort of like mixed commercial residential zone because we're we're sort of in between looking at two buildings next to the sidewalk. Um, I will tell you right now, there are three hominids walking on the sidewalk. But behind the three hominids, we have a commercial store, which I can tell because after four, oh, they're not called wives. After four courses of what appears to be cinder blocks, then a, uh, a storefront opens up and there's an awning and it says 1048 and don't understand what that means. Behind the awning are what I would guess might be, it doesn't seem materially relevant for the cartoon, but right, so tell um, us. they might be blenders. This might be a blender store, like a freestanding blender shop. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I had uh, three of those right down the street. Yeah, I mean, retail retail is dying, and this might be why, um, because 
1048 and blender store was a horrible idea. Uh, next to that is some sort of like pillowy, it might be a log cabin building next to it. I don't really understand what, uh, it's probably just really poorly drawn horizontal siding. And there's a window and it looks like there's some sort of plaque in the window. Maybe it's a psychiatrist's office. This could be New York. We could be walking past, uh, we were probably in Blender Town, which is right next to Psychiatrist City or something. Um, 1048 and, you can look it up later. Uh, but there are three people walking on the sidewalk. Uh, one on the left. I would say the one on the left is walking. They're both walking cross town. Let's say one's walking east, one's walking west. Are you comfortable with this? It could they're be north and south. Another. Yeah, they're passing one another. Do you also it could be north and south and west? And north no, and I south. believe in east and west. I just can't determine it from, there's no shadows. If I knew the time of day in the shadow, I could tell you roughly what was going on here, but there's no shadows. So I think maybe they're walking in an, well, north, in an imperfect universe. Earth. North yeah. is just height, right? That's, that's north. north is one type of height. Yeah. Yeah. But also, so is east. Right. Um, We're up plan uh, north. Cartoon north. Cartoon North is definitely up in this situation. Okay. Which, gosh, that's a tough one. Um, if you're just joining us, this is the lightning round. That's altitude. I guess <laughs> it would be altitude. Um, okay, so there's two people on the right, one person on the left. I'll start with the two people on the right, which should... For those following along at home, probably means the person on the left is the one you want to pay attention to. But the two people on the right, um, <laughs> who are the ones talking, and that's important, are, uh, you know, they're both wearing pants, they're both wearing jackets, it's probably cold in whatever climate this is. Uh, they both have big sort of zucchini-shaped and sized noses, maybe if you cut a zucchini in half. Um, they're both wearing sort of well, they're both wearing glasses, but I don't know what you call it when it's just like a perfect circle. People don't really, maybe a linen glass. Um, anyway, it's cold here, pinstripe pants. She's wearing, oh, it's a man and a woman probably just based on hair. The visible genitalia. Yeah, visible <laughs> genitalia, but also baldness. Male pattern baldness is really, in the absence of genitalia, how most people determine gender on the street really good at finding these context clues over over the years yeah um i actually so they're both walking they both have their right foot forward the left foot back that's an important thing they're moving they're moving uh they both have well this is tough the man on the right has his left hand down the woman on oh man i guess it's his right <laughs> or left has her right hand down. One of them has their hand up in the air. I can't show you, but uh, you know, just sort of up in a. Saint Eve, can you put you some were... music that speeds up <laughs> towards the end to indicate? <laughs> if you're waving, but you're waving with your elbow down at your hip, I don't know what that means, but that's what they're doing. If you're waving from your hip, yeah, it's. I don't know what that means. I, I can't really interpret it, but I'm moving fast. So I'm trying Your listeners to at home, down. the hand is at hip level there. Yeah. Well, the elbow's at hip. 
the uh, hand, hand slightly is above a breast height. Mm-hmm. It's, it's as if you're waving at someone, but you don't want everyone to see. It's a half hidden wave. Okay. Um, and the man, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say the man talking on sort of cartoon right, stage left, is um, both talking and waving at the person on the left. The person on the left is, gee, um, he's got a zucchini nose as well, but maybe more of like not cut in half, but like cut. It's a full zucchini nose, so it's a long, protuberant nose. Um, carrying a little bag, maybe wearing glasses, tiny black shoes. Pinocchio situation? Uh, maybe, I don't think or, so. Or just how they um, are. But also a hat, just how they are. Um, I'm going to get ready to send this one to our domo. Our first Mormon domo, to my knowledge. Um Get my face. Thank you so much. First openly uh, Mormon Doma. First openly Mormon Doma. Um, the thing I feel like I have to say about the person on the left is that they're they're not the same height. They have a vastly different scale than the people on the right. Person on the left is I can't see the knees of the people on the right, but if I assume that the knee is halfway up between the bottom of a jacket and uh the bottom of a sole that's basically a knee this is about the height of the person okay. on the left yeah yeah it really depends on the cut of their slacks and the cut of their jackets but i think this person's maybe one foot tall on the left so the man uh, with the sort of mealy half like the hip height wave and the long jacket walking next to his wife Mormon York is shaking his head at this right now. I told you celebrities are often a lot shorter in real life. Hmm. Must be a business. <laughs> so good well there you have it that's the so lightning that yakety round sax? that's yakety sax oh, what are you talking about i think the name of that song is yakety sax what song? i didn't hear anything yeah <laughs> okay that's unfair oh that's a real delusion. Man, I, I actually started hearing yakety sax without other people hearing it. I still don't know what that is, but okay. We're just going to have to accept that uh, maybe our hero hears things, and that's okay. <laughs> uh, specific things. Yeah, and sp- specifically the Benny Hill sound. Uh, so we're going to give a special thanks to Mormon Yorp for being our guest domo. And to be here, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, Mr. Mormon. Total pleasure, Sir Yorp. Special thanks to featured guest St. Eve, once again. Always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for having me. Good times. And EP EP credits to St. Eve. This is The Deej, signing off. Episode 272. I knew that.
because it's just one more from last week. That's how this goes. <laughs> That's exactly how that went. Straight numerical ascendancy. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Come again. I'm going to read about the old sex now. Bye. <laughs> it's so good every time. Thank you.